0: We are activating your unique self-discovery one show at a time. The Orchard of Wisdom Self-Discovery Podcast are at your fingertips. Just waiting to inspire and invite you in discovering just how awesome you really are. And how to navigate through life in joy, enrichment, personal abundance, in mind, body, spirit, heart, and soul. All the people we bring you are here to serve you on your journey of life. Do enjoy our next show. Good morning, good afternoon and good evening everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Quantum Spirituality right here on SelfDiscoveryMedia.com. I'm your host Sarah Troy, my wonderful guest is Dr. Nancy uh, Wiley and we're going to be talking about Ending Your Suffering why do we suffer? Is it something that we think we need to do in order to grow? Yes, we need to struggle but why do we need to suffer? She Mm -hmm. says, suffering is seemingly a universal thing. Every day we are bombarded with reasons to be fearful and an ongoing global pandemic, the environmental changes, wars, civil unrest, mass shootings, poverty, homelessness, rising in gas prices. uh, We have an important choice to make. Will we let the fear consumers or we find peace by surrendering to that divine trust. Mm. Scientist, spiritual researcher and author Dr. Nancy Wiley is provides us guides of dissolving stress and despair in that divine trust, a practical guide to ending your suffering and finding your way home. We're going to be talking about so much here today. This is a topic that is so desperately needed mm. right now and we are looking at a world that doesn't know what to do with itself does it Nancy it's it's Mm -hmm. it's saturated it's at the end of its tether um they just know they can't take anymore and this is why we do see those mass shootings because Mm -hmm. it's just like I don't know what to do but take everybody out with me and it's Mm -hmm. we we've got those we've had those warning signs for so long we haven't paid attention but ultimately as a community we need to come together in our healing but it still is our own responsibility, isn't it? To make that choice to choose to heal.
1: Absolutely. It all it all starts with a choice. Mm. And and the suffering seems to be like, if you're not going to change, I'm going to turn it up even yes. more. <laughs> aspect yes. To it. And it's asking us, do, do you really want to keep going? It's like tapping you on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. This is from, I'm taking this as... Um, my main teacher I have so many but my main teacher Jed Amali would say it's just saying you know do you really want to keep going with that you know Mm. I just thought you might like to see this yes
0: and then the cosmic too before (laughs) right
1: right so we have the choice are we going to heal and I believe like pretty much like I I sense like all humans have this calling in their heart now some will heed it like you and me and they'll be come full-blown seekers and then they'll get to a point where they eventually realize like oh now I've got I carry this sacred knowledge I'm certain of it I know it and now it's my turn to teach others my light's been turned on now it's my time to turn on the light for other people but the suffering is it it doesn't have to be No, it doesn't and there's just so many ways so many tools that we have to help with it but Most people don't even know where to start. They've never even heard it's an option. And that's why your work's so important, my work's so important. And what we're here trying to do is to wake us up. We have choices, but we don't even understand. We don't even understand what our human body is. We just see it as a solid, dense mass that lives on this planet and then dies, and that's what we think all there is.
0: But you and I know Mm
1: -hmm. energy is neither created nor destroyed, it just changes
0: form. Yes, 100 million, trillion, quadrillion percent. Uh, We are spiritual beings having a human experience, not the other way around. And this human experience is to enlighten our own senses at the same time. In fact, the entire week, all of the shows have been somewhere in sync with this message. And Mm -hmm. you know that the source, God, God, universe, spirit, energy, whatever you wish to call it, is here to serve us, right? It's here to serve us and show us the way forward show us that we have the skills we have the tools we have the strength we have the tenacity we have the resilience if only we could open up and download that wisdom mm-hmm. and we'll learn how to use it and apply it we'll realize how much stronger and how many more abilities and really what our meaningful purposes. right
1: right I I get a sense so just to give you a little background for me so you know where I'm coming from I was not always this intuitive, not at all. I was a scientist and I was hell-bent. I, I have six advanced degrees. Six. <laughs> I was in school until I was 32. And then I got even more degrees after that. So it it's the scientist makes us mm-hmm. come from that left brain. Yes. And it's it's always analyzing. It's looking for what's lacking, missing, or wrong, or scientifically, it won't be proven unless you can reproduce it. So anything in the spiritual realm is off limits because you can't tangibly, you know, go out and get it and bring it here and look at it in a solid form. It's, it's, it's seen on the inner eyes. So I was really trained to Mm. be a left brain scientist, Mm -hmm. right? But I, my mom thought I was studying way too much when I was in high school. At 16, she took me to learn Transcendental Meditation. And then she started giving me books. Friends gave her books. Um, I guess I don't, I don't know how they knew to give those yeah. books to me. But one was um, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. I got that probably the same time, 16 or 17 years old. And then the main book that really was was um, Autobiography of a Yogi. By Paramahansa Yogananda, which you know, if have you ever read that? No, I haven't. Oh, oh my God! Okay, so it's a must-read on every human being, but it talks about raising people from the dead, not just what you see in the Bible. Not the
0: Walking Dead. Yes. Yeah.
1: No, not the Walking <laughs> Dead. But the miracles and 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 levitating mm-hmm. and um, being meditating here and teleprojecting yourself somewhere else, where you know that happened over and over again. Um, manifesting jewels out of thin air. Mm -hmm. I mean, they can manifest food and it was dropped just, I mean, unbelievable. And I got that when I was about 20. So I read that the first time through, And I said, you know what, if we can become enlightened in this incarnation, I'm vowing that that will be me. Mm -hmm. Then I went off on my, you know, getting my, all my degrees And um, kind of being pulled out of it. And not having any spiritual, any, none at all. Or not on the
0: surface. The core was waiting there to come.
1: (laughs) I don't even know. I would do doing my meditation be like this. I'd feel peaceful. Mm -hmm. And then I...
0: The seed was planted. It just had to wait for the time to grow. I guess it had to germinate. Mm
1: -hmm. Then I switched to a Holosync meditation, which they, you put... uh, um, it's brainwave and based on what, you you know, yogis who've been meditating for years. I did that for eight years still. Oh my God, that's is boring. Then I found my main teacher for spirituality. Her name is Jed Molly out of the UK. Oh my God, she's so fantastic. She does guided meditations, but she's, she, what I say is she used her light and turned my light on mm-hmm. and now it's my turn to turn it on for other people. But from that first moment with her, I was having amazing, amazing spiritual peak spiritual experiences. And I even have this, I had this, have it quite often now. It's where I kind of went up into the, into like the stars. And then I saw this bright light and suddenly I was I could see 360 degrees around me. I had no body. Right. It's a beautiful
0: experience. (laughs) I was everything
1: and nothing all at the same time. That's
0: exactly what I say. It is. It is the ultimate experience. It really is. And
1: from that point forward, you're like, okay, we, I see us all as one. We're one being, yeah. but we have different, you know, it's like a wave in the ocean, like yeah. a different waves. So that's, but we're all part of the ocean. So I see us as part of this energy. And then as I, I was given, like, she teaches us to meditate months at a time on love, you know, the standard love, gratitude. But my favorite was trust. Mm -hmm. and something about the trust, no matter what was happening to me, if I would meditate and go into a state of trust, we say log onto the sea of awareness or God or universe or whatever name you're giving it. And then you, you dissolve, you like surrender to it. You trust it. And it starts to show you more. And then you start to see, holy crap, we, we are it. It is us. It's living through us. It's there for us, just as you had said, but it's, it seems to be, I don't know. This is my, this is my take on it. It seems to be that God wanted to experience itself. So how could it do that? It caused the, what I believe is the big bang, which caused that matter to have pockets of constriction, which is where planet earth is. And we have space time condensed enough to have space time reality and that's what we're all living but it's living through us it lives through us it lives through um, my plant my dog but also hard things
0: like my desk and everything has a signature every single thing Mm -hmm.
1: yes so to me my take is that God wants to experience itself so that's us that's what we're here it's living through us it's experiencing us and as we wake up like you have and I have That's what it's all about. It wants to know its magnificence, its amazingness. And I call those aha moments Mm -hmm. or snapbacks, snapback to the true knowledge or truth of what we really are and what we're here. So when we suffer, it's almost like the trigger point to push us to become the seeker know why am I suffering why do I have to suffer oh wait once I become like this I really don't have to suffer I see everything that my mind labeled with suffering was just a, a pivotal point to push me to become a seeker and actually those points were beautiful roses that were blossoming so that's kind of how I see it my take on it my perception what I get um coming through and we're on this massive shift human beings are massively longing to wake up longing to experience this and it seems like we're going through this heightened period where Mm -hmm. spirituality is going to take off this is going to become common knowledge and there's still going to be contrast there's still going to be people who are either what too young of a soul they too attached To their stories they're not going to want to lead them I'm not sure exactly those people but I'm not going to I'm not fixating on them I'm fixating on all the people that want their light to be turned on those are the people that are willing that are ready to hear this knowledge and to be you know taught the sacred knowledge that's why that's Joyce
0: Right. Choice. It's, it's that choice. It's when you when you feel like you've suffered enough and what's this all about? OK, I surrender.
1: Right.
0: I surrender. You know, what is it you want me to know? What is it you want me to be? Who am I really? I mean, the ultimate question, who am I? What am I here for? And mm-hmm. when you do surrender and you just allow and allow yourself to go oh. through the process. Now, I'm reverse to you. I was a completely zero academic. I've mm-hmm. always been the spiritual being, right from a child. I was a very sickly child, um, left alone a great deal. I played with dead people and I traveled dimensions. It's something uh-huh. I did all the time. And I thought uh-huh. everybody did. Uh-huh. And, you know, I've been the, 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 the knowingness person, knowing what I needed to know, when I needed to know it, trusting that knowledge for other people when they needed to know it. Yes. And you know, how do you know that? Can you repeat it? No, I can't. It, the message came through was for you to receive, for you to do what you needed to do with it. I'm just the messenger. Now Mm -hmm. I'm the concierge. I'm at that gate there for the people that are waking up. And with the 10 years of my podcasting, I can now direct people to the people that can help them on that next level of their journey. Now, I wanted to be higher (laughs) because, you know, I am that spiritual being. I found it very hard to live here on earth with all the suffering because Mm -hmm. it was a lot of the suffering is self-imposed. We mm-hmm. think that we have to suffer. Now we do need to struggle. Struggle is a part of our growth, right? Mm-hmm. The caterpillar becoming the butterfly, the turtle going into going through the sand to the sea. We need the struggle. But why do we have to have the suffering? I think that is choice. And I think when we choose not to suffer anymore and to look at things not happening to you, but happening for you, and what can you become because of it? I right. think we change that whole paradigm.
1: Right. So I, I just want to convey another story, which is why I wrote my book in that. Um, so I'm an orthodontist and my mom had just passed away. Um, she passed away in January of 2018. Her funeral was, I think, January 25th. No, it was February, tw- February 9th. It was five days before the Parkland shooting because my my practice of was a mile and a half away from the Marjorie Stone and Douglas shooting in Parkland. Do you know of that where you are?
0: Yes, yes, definitely. So
1: I'm working on the afternoon and I'm 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 literally thinking to myself, Boy, I really handled my mom's passing. She and I were the closest of the family, where my dad did not, my sister did not, my brother did not, I did not suffer at all. I saw the beauty of her past. Uh I was with her when she took her last breath. We became Reiki masters together. So I was giving her Reiki as she was transitioning. Uh And I'm like, you know, I did not suffer. How could I not? you know, I mean, I guess I just felt so much trust with the divine. I'm thinking this literally as a mom is standing next to me and she shoot shouts out, there's an active shooter at Douglas. She got an alert on her phone and um, turns out five o'clock the next morning, I find out I lost a patient and one of my staff lost her sister, but the whole community mm. is just beyond suffering. No one came in for about six weeks. Mm-hmm. And mm. when they did, they had a blank look in their eye, like, There, someone was gone or they, you know, it's what you equate as post-traumatic stress. So I knew they were suffering. And then one of my patients, adult patients is a psychologist. And he said, you watch, they're going to start committing suicide. And I'm like, I don't get the link. Why would they commit suicide? They lived. Why, why would they? And he said, because they have either survivor's guilt, yes. where they think the person that passed away was so much better than them that it should have been them and, and not that great person, or two, severe anxiety that they would never be safe again. There was nothing they could ever do. They would always be living in a constant state of heightened, severe anxiety. So they would just end up taking their lives. So I'm like, I have sacred knowledge. I need to help them. And I try to help them. I tried to go to do different things. And they said, well, you're just an orthodontist. And I'm mm. like, well, wait a minute, I'm a Reiki master. I've been meditating for 45 years. And, you know, all of these things, they didn't want to hear it. They, they couldn't hear it or no. they weren't ready to hear it. And yeah. so they kind of dismissed me. And then um, people started committing suicide. And I was like, someone's got to do something, but at the same exact time, Sarah, you you might know this. I don't know, you know, if you, if this is going to ring a bell, it's like the two by four that you said, spiritual two by four, you know how, when there's a message coming through you spiritually, you know, it's there but you don't stop to write it down. You know, you're developing on those lines, but you just keep going in your hamster wheel of life. (laughs) Okay. So that was me, but I loved being an orthodontist, loved it. But my back started giving me severe issues, right? Right. When my mom was dying in January and right around the Parkland shooting, I don't know if it's, it's connected, but I think it was Mm -hmm. because if I didn't have that, I would not have been like, I better put my practice up for sale because after I got an MRI back, it said I had 17 bulging discs and four herniated discs Dang. that were compressing on my, you know, spinal cord. Every time I was leaning over yes. with patients, I was actually further damaging myself. So I said, you know what? I'm the sole breadwinner of my family. I think I should sell my practice. And I don't know. I just knew it was pushing me out of there. So I made the intention to put my practice up for sale. Bing, bam, boom. It sold so fast. And by the most extraordinary synchronistic events. Mm -hmm. So tell you, like, Mm -hmm. so bizarre. A friend of mine I've known for 16 years who lives in Parkland five minutes from my office had been looking for 16 years for a practice near his home. (laughs) He ended up buying a main office that was about 50 minutes from him, but he still persisted. That was his dream to find a beautiful office near home. Soon as he found out it was me that had the practice for sale. It was a done deal. Everything was a go until COVID hit. COVID shut us down for a while. And, And I'm like, my trust is so strong. I'm like, you guys up there, or you're whatever. I don't know. That's not, it's not a masculine energy at all. It's a both energy. Yes. But I'm like, you have a really good sense of humor. You're just testing me. (laughs) So it, it ended up closing. And This is so bizarre. So we transferred all my patients to this really great friend of mine who practiced the same way as me with the same everything, same plan. And I loved him and he loved me. And he, you know, kept all my staff and he was so grateful to have my well-trained staff. It was just like a win-win-win. Yeah.
0: All across the alignment.
1: Uh, And so I leave the practice the day he he has this beautiful party for me, four days later. I had rented a beach condominium just so I could decompress the sale, the COVID, my back issues, the shooting, everything. And I said, God, you know, I don't know why you want me to leave, but I left. I'm, I'm trusting that there's a reason uh-huh, for it. Uh-huh. And I timed it with the first day of a four day spiritual retreat. So I was going to be there for a month, but the spiritual retreat was like right at the beginning of my renting this place so we had to set an intention for the um spiritual retreat and it was my next divine assignment is revealed to me Mm -hmm. so the first day i know you know what i'm gonna (laughs) say The first day of the spiritual retreat, um, you know, it goes with like a little different people come and they, you know, teach you their technique and then you do a process like a meditative process. And I'm in one of the processes and I hear a voice that says, you're going to write a book on trust. Do you know what I say to it? I'm like, I'm a scientist writing is my weakest point. Why would you pick me for this? This does not seem right. So then, you know, the whole day went on and I'm going to bed that night and I'm like, Hmm, you know, I'm really arguing with spirit source. God, you know, who am I next day in another process? i hear so much clearer. Every day got clear. I hear, we have been grooming you and teaching you how to embody trust. This is so needed on the planet right now. You are going to write a book for us that's going to teach it. So I'm like, okay, I'm not going to
0: argue with you today. Because they will be channeling through you anyway. (laughs) So, you know, it's a joint venture. (laughs) Uh, Third day,
1: heard nothing. But I'm like, okay, I'm not going to discount that. Because that's, as the scientists... A lot of times we discount what's going on in our inner life. Yeah. I've learned now. I mean, I, I walk into that's even more real than my outer world at this point, but fourth day I heard in another process, okay, you're on board. You're going to write the book. Here are the chapters, get up and write this outline down. (laughs) So I got, (laughs) and I wrote it down and it wrote itself in like five days. It was the most unbelievable thing. Now the book is short um but it's so profound mm-hmm. and so deep and i cannot take credit for anything in there it just, it's just it's a joint it,
0: venture they channel um, through you they use you but i mean yes it, it is a joint venture it's not because you wrote it say literally but it is because you understood what the message was and you could articulate it
1: I translate it I I got the vibration Mm -hmm. and I was able to translate it into English words yeah just it's just so incredible I just love it and it shows me it has angel wings it's flying at can I show the book yes it's yes certainly awesome. so it shows me it has like angel wings flying on its own it's like its own entity it right. literally feels like a spirit and that picture is in my front yard ah. it was, when I woke up one morning it was foggy it was like sunrise and I'm like that's So I I didn't even put two and two together. One of my friends said, oh, you should put that on your book cover. And I'm like, well, it's
0: kind of a metaphor for life, isn't it? You know, we, we have to trust the unknown. And if it's foggy and things aren't clear, we feel, oh no, when it's clear, I'll trust it. No, Mm -hmm. you need, you know, the, the divine is asking us to trust, you know, blind, deaf and dumb in order to, you know, see, hear and feel, uh, we don't need to verify something to trust it. If you trust it, it will be verified.
1: You're so right on there. So I'm often, oftentimes see, given a vision of just put two feet. Like, yeah. you just go two steps. Yeah. And then, you know, you trust and the ground is there and your next step is revealed to you. Mm-hmm. You don't know the whole thing. Just take You're two not steps.
0: meant to. Wouldn't yeah. it be awful if we did? I've yeah. just written my memoir, and it took me a long time to get to it because I should do it this way, I should do it that way. And other people, oh. you go do it this way, do it that way, and eventually, I was going to audio it, and I was going to have it. It was my angel's perspective. The why, why, why isn't she listening? You know. So it, it was. Uh, I just sat. I took a month off in August, no shows, and I took a week with my children. Then I came back for three weeks and sat here and just wrote and let come out what needed to come out. And now I'm looking at it and, it, and it's kind of been redefined, added and subtracted and, you know, um, placed together. But it is, it is my observation of life. Somebody said, well, you're going to share the pain and the anguish? And then, no, being there, done that, spent that. Mm-hmm. I am sharing the struggles I had, but how, where it led me to, what I became because of it. Mm-hmm. And it's not an emphasis on the struggles. It's an emphasis on who I am today Mm. and the willingness to take the journey. And I had to let it write itself and not dictate. Now, I have dyslexia and I cannot spell and my grammar is out to dust. (laughs) I bought bought (laughs) Grammarly and I'm on word and it corrects (laughs) itself as it goes. And it's just let it be. Let it be what it needs to be. We, as human beings, love to dictate things so much. Well, the other thing is when you write a book, uh, you know, my, my sister said, who are you writing for? And I said, I'm writing for the people that they have asked me to write the book. And they are the people who listen to my shows or the ones that I interview. Should they want to know more about me and my story, the book is there. I'm not writing for a broad spectrum audience. And if you're writing for an audience, you're not being authentic. Write for yourself, your own truth. Mm-hmm. Write what comes through you, what needs to be said. Trust that process and feel the knowledge. Don't think the knowledge. You know, the feel yes. to think, okay. not thought to feel.
1: Oh, God. Okay, so, so here's what I'm, I'm about. Like Einstein died trying to prove the unified field theory you know he was trying to get that mathematical from the the left brain the mind mm. but you and i know it's in this right brain it's from that consciousness in that present moment that awareness that connection to divine that's the answer that's where everything golden comes from but it's allowing and it's it's allowing the, the more big word you... allowing
0: allow. allow nicole tesla that was the difference between him and, and, and Einstein. Nikola Tesla had the intellect to understand what was being given to him. Everything he touched was about divine energy. It was about healing. It was about free energy. It was about freeing humanity. His, mm-hmm. And he understood because he spiritually understood the intellect of what he was being given mm-hmm. instead of analytically trying to understand it.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, um, Einstein too, I I just find him so fascinating because he came up with so many beautiful things and how did he get it? He would get into a meditative state playing his violin because he was a concert violinist. And oftentimes that would be where he would get his downloads or when he was playing with his children.
0: And Why does music have such an effect on us? And And this took me a while to understand. And I was doing a show on galactic speak. It's a galactic language where somebody goes into a trance and they, they speak what you need to know, but they're speaking in a language that they don't understand and our intellect doesn't understand, but our soul does. Mm. And it's extremely rhythmical. And you can actually kind of feel a sense of calmness as it's being said to you. And then I realized it's just like music. And Mm -hmm. I suffer a lot or have suffered a lot from depression in my life. And I realized I go to music. Music is my injection of of infusion of recalibrating my energy. And it is the music. It's not the words. It's not the song. It's the music and the frequency of that music that recalibrates you. It realigns you and rebalances you. So for him to go to the violin where it's tuning him in Mm -hmm. so that he could receive. And Mm -hmm. we we need to find what is it that instrument in life that helps us do that. For some people, it might be jogging or it might be reading, it might be meditating. Mm -hmm. Find that something that allows you to open up your channel and receive. And, uh, And if you find yourself off balance, what is it that can put you back in that equilibrium so that your channel is always open?
1: Right. And there's so many things, right? Yes. There are so many ways. Yes, so many ways to heaven. I just know for me, it was this guided meditation. Mm-hmm. Really, really is what showed me the way. And I've had, I mean, for me it was like a super highway. Now, in yeah. autobiography of a yogi, they talk about kriya yoga, which I never, you know, I don't know if that is Jeda's technology and what she teaches, but it is just so fascinating to be in a guided meditation, mm-hmm. become in the present moment. You're when you're guided, your your mind, your left brain's actually given a job to do. Yes. And it allows you to stay in the present, almost tricks you into staying in the present moment, and then you can have some glorious things. Now, it is really one of the hardest skills I ever have achieved. It's and I still find I get I can fall out of practice. It's like a muscle using it is coming into the present moment with nothing, Mm -hmm. with words, no mantra, no nothing. You just are in the present moment, just pure being. And that is something so exquisite and peaceful, but it's also the foundation of which you manifest. Yes. Heal things. And you, you go from, you know, go into these guided meditations. It's really difficult to be though in the present moment. Yeah. I and and you, it you
0: doesn't know. happen all the time. You know, you talked about being up in the universe. It's one, It's my favorite place to go. <laughs> and, you know, it's, um, it, it is, it's the stillness of everything and nothingness. You're out of body you're just this beautiful spirit just floating you will receive all that you need to know and you know sometimes i have felt the presence of all the entities around me kind of nurturing me rejuvenating me so that i can come back and do what i need to do and other times i'm just this beautiful blank space which is exquisite because there is no dialogue there is nothing you're just in it that beautiful space oh. and and it's um I had about eight years in this lifetime where I disappeared from my life and went into the darkness. My soul did. My soul and spirit did because it was being wounded and it needed to, to, to say, you know, look after itself. And I knew the light was there and I didn't know how to get back out of it. And the, the difficult thing about being in the darkness is where a lot of people, if you're there too long, you can get very comfortable in the darkness. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you've got to be careful um, you become very complacent. It's a place, it's not the devil on brimstone. It is a place that, of abstinence from life and you can disconnect from life altogether. So I came back out and as I came back out, I felt everything was too bright. And then you feel shadows chasing you until you realize I love going back into the darkness now because that is where I see the light. That is where I see the truth. I'm not afraid of it. It doesn't hold on to me, but that is where I see the clarity. Mm. Yes. Yes.
1: I think that
0: um something about welcoming
1: the mm. darkness, welcoming the shadows, welcoming ever everything. I mean it it seems like it's a universal and to do yeah don't run away from it don't try to hide it don't try to push it down ignore it don't don't try that just welcome it look at it turn around and look at it Mm -hmm. the light of consciousness how did you know like what gave you the tools to be able to do that is what I would like to know did you hear someone see well um
0: um at that time there really wasn't, and there's one of the reasons I do what I do, there wasn't the accessibility to to people who are helping other people. But I did have a woman with a pendulum that uh, released me of 152 lifetimes. Mm. And in reducing, you know, those lifetimes, I had more of a kind of a blank space to know who I am and what I'm here to do. I had forgotten because I had gone through many lifetimes of persecution. Mm-hmm. And I, I knew that a lot of the pain and the suffering I was feeling in this lifetime was the residual from past lifetimes. So having that removed gave me a space to discover meaningful purpose and regain my spirit work here in this lifetime.
1: Um, do you feel like I, I feel we're here to help heal the collective? Oh, like course. There, yeah, you know, collective lack of worthiness, lack of self-love, lack lack of really worthiness. yeah. um, and it takes us to be the spiritual seekers and um what do we call it stakeholders where we plant our feet? <laughs> yeah. our and you know, and to get the tools, we have to be super powerful and trust in our skills to be able to negate and wipe out millions. Maybe I don't know how many human beings we help when we clear ourselves right. and become worthy. But there's so much. I d- I don't know. If you're I don't. i was raised Catholic, and in the Catholic Mass, there is a spot where they brainwash it's like mm-hmm. yes you. i am not worthy to receive you just say the word and i shall be healed and um that's how they keep you under their thumb and they spoon feed you how to yes God to to relate to God, like really, actually, you're not worthy to have a direct relationship with God. You can talk to a priest or or something like that, but you are not worthy, and they don't want you to feel no, no, no,
0: no, no, no. They don't want you to have a direct channel. You've always had a direct channel, always, always, always. You are that channel, you are God, you are a part. Every particle that is in the universe made up this planet, and that includes God's essence, the Tao, and beyond one of the reasons why the universe is in such a hurry right now to turn the volume up on us and for us to change. And about five years ago, they gave me a saying, the universe is going to shake us up, to wake us up, for us to step up and change it up and grow up. And the double entendre on the grow up is grow up vibrationally, but also grow up as a petty human race. And we're still, many people are still being shaken uh, and the pandemic definitely uh, shook us, but also so many people stood up at that time. And decided to change it up and that embrace that beautiful divine energy and grow up. But the people that are still living in fear or anger or discord, disconnect, they're trying to, the Celtic moon, Haglas, disruption. They know that we are now about to go into a, a, a spiritual plane that is of a higher force. We have to, in order to save this planet, which will have a ricochet effect on the universe. So it's imperative right now that they change the way we use our energy but the people that are still in that negative mode they know the changes are coming and they're afraid and they're trying to hold on so much to what they do know because they're too afraid to embrace what is here and what is growing mm.
1: i um i want to share a vision i got and see you know here's where you'll maybe say yeah, I got that too. Or no, I didn't get that at all. I got the download. I've been getting it for about the past nine months that humanity, it's all about individual freedom, individual light, and the highest expression of human potential through freedom. But we're on the brink And I feel there's so much with like China and Russia. We're on the brink of losing it because they're trying to shut it down, Mm. shut down that human freedom where it's really, you know, the West. Yeah. That's bringing, you know, that is about it, but it seems like that's even also trying to be shut down, suppressed. Um, but that's what I'm feeling. But we
0: are—you can't shut it down anymore. We're no, you we're can't. No, Resistance no. is futile. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. It's going there, to happen. There are we too many people will. that have gone. The scale has already been tipped. and all you know through through podcasting Mm -hmm. through books through people talking about it we're seeing more and more of the open spirituality of the open embracement of divine essence of realizing we are divine essence and more and more this step into that beautiful light of who we are and shed that light on everyone else the more harmonious we're going to be as a human race which will calm the planet down which will set the universe in better balance and those that are still choosing to be in the hate and the anger and the discord because it's all choice it's all choice they are going to go by the wayside they will be diminished by their own existence or lack of existence because they're not you know they're not living they're living constantly in fear and in adequacy and in ignorance and in self-doubt and lack of worth So, you know, we can't help people that will not help themselves. But those that decide and say, I'm just tired of being terrified. I'm tired of the struggle. I am tired that every time I think I'm going in the right direction, I'm up against the hurricane. How do I get out? And when that person says how, and they're willing to do the work, Now we have a beautiful soul that we can show them how to awaken and step into their own beautiful essence. Mm. Oh, That is so well said, Sarah. When you said the scale has tipped, I
1: literally got electricity going through (laughs) my whole body and I got goosebumps everywhere. It was just like such profound truth um, being spoken. So Mm. thank you. And yes, that's exactly, we're on the same page. We're getting the same
0: that's what that's why you had your redirect that's why the alignment was so strong you know that's everything had to align for you and even in you know the the fact that you have the scientific mind um but you have chosen the spiritual path it helps you articulate to, to that logical analytical mind and you know the beauty of what i'm seeing now and this is why this show is called quantum spirituality we're seeing the quantumness of scientists understand the energy of spirituality the energy of love and understanding those that choose to live on that higher plane that higher frequency of love cannot knowingly do any harm to anyone for it harms themselves and they have actually instruments that measure that now Mm -hmm. and their understanding spirituality is not as a woo-woo cult thing but as a divine energy that literally is going to rises up to more potential to being better human beings, to saving the planet and and quite essentially is saving the universe because the universe is scared of what we're doing to this planet.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I get that too. It's having reverberations Mm -hmm. on all of entirety of this universe, but beyond. Yes, yes.
0: The ricochet, the ripple effect, right? Yes. And, you know, we're kind of almost like a human experiment. You know, it was that divine essence of being spiritual beings wanting to experience what it was like to be in human form and uh you know we if you look at us we're not that old we're only a few thousand years old and this world has been here for millions of years the universe God knows how long and this is only one universe we're talking about there are multiple universes and i know i came here very very long time ago i sacrificed my home and everything i knew to come here to waken souls and hearts. That has always been my job, whatever persecution, whatever direction I took, that was always my job. Um, it has for a very long time made me feel very sad and homesick to be living in a world that chooses war and hate over love. And it is beautiful in this lifetime. And this is why this lifetime I was given back my own empowerment And this is why I was released from the pain of the past. It was because I could finally in this light of time, step up and do what I was meant to do in the first place, because people are ready for it. They're also hungry for it.
1: Yes. So that's the reason
0: why you've been awoken. And -hmm. this is why so many other people are going, you know, I was, uh, I was this and I had no idea I was going to take this path, but this path opened up before me. And there was no option other than to take it because it drew me in. And not one single person has regretted it. Not one.
1: Do you also see, you know, I. it goes to this, it ties in writing your book and what you just said, but do you see like when you reflect back on your life, there are little breadcrumbs leading mm-hmm. you to, This this path right now where you are, and it's like if that didn't happen and that didn't Mm -hmm. happen, just like little milestones or breadcrumbs, just showing you the way. It's just so fantastic to look back and but but
0: it's also how much I was in my own way. Uh I was so busy trying to be a human, living up to the human expectation when my spirit was saying this is your path this is your path and when I was in that path I was happy and in truth and but then it was no no other people expect me to be this yeah and every time I stepped into that expectation that is where I lost myself and I never lived up to anybody's expectation because (laughs) you know it is I want you to be this and and that's not me are you seeing me (laughs) I can't be that right you know and and also let's face it's a different type of fear when you talk and and you become that and i think this is the reason why i was given a disease of fibromyalgia it was to calm my energy down my passion down because it was too much for people even today it can still be too much with people and th- but the pain suppresses that energy a bit but there are so many people that are, are terrified of what's happening to them in the beginning mm. because why the church and the media the movies and all of that have told them that it's something evil happening to them mm-hmm. instead of allowing themselves to trust this. Right. What does the core of you tell you? Right.
1: Yeah. That's um, trust is the big for me. I mean, more than gratitude, more than love trusting that there's not a hair out of place. Now, it's, <laughs> it's, more, it's more than a um, belief. Mm. Actual concrete knowledge, a tangible relationship, a communion with source. So when something like that happens, you just go into it, Mm -hmm. welcome it, Mm -hmm. look at it with love and gratitude and thankfulness. But most of all, for me, trust, trust that it's there for a reason. So what is it? If there is a reason, what is it? And then it dissolves. Seems to dissolve. Things yes. dissolve when I come at it like that, and it's left in in all that's beautiful, yeah. and anything that's not beautiful drops away. Yes, and you can you can almost can you imagine you can you almost deal with anything with this type of attitude, trust, and and it's more than faith. So I don't want to see faith. Faith is based on something you cannot see. It's not tangible
0: this is it is spirit. tangible it because is. you are the energy and literally scientists can measure your frequency now and people who have chosen this path are living at a higher frequency and they can measure that they are understanding that they it's also like the power of quote quote prayer whether it is prayer or just sending divine energy my sister had an operation um, um just over a month ago. And it was life-threatening. It was 60-40 against her. Mm. And I asked my beautiful um, colleagues here and people that follow me to send out those good vibrations to her. Collectively, I had 300 people. I'm praying for her. I'm sending her good vibrations. I'm doing this and that. The operation, because she had a hernia um, in between her breasts that had been allowed to get so big because she has sticky blood so um, they didn't want to operate and she went to a different doctor and they said if we don't operate it it's pushing against your heart it's going to kill you mm-hmm. And when they actually did remove it they had found all our organs had been completely remo- pushed aside and put in different places it was a miraculous operation and they said you you wouldn't have had much life left without this and I know that that beautiful energy that was sent to her the nine operation only went four and a half hours it was a complete success which they didn't quite know what they were going to be up against (laughs) right and i know i really do utterly believe whether you call it prayer or whether you call it sending divine energy when we send out that energy to other people Mm -hmm. they receive it it heightens the energy around them and it becomes healing it becomes that force that really helps them wherever whatever situation they're in.
1: Oh, that's so, so beautiful, Sarah. I um I had a similar situation with my mom. I was starting my um my first year in orthodontic school in New York, and she found out she had stage three breast cancer mm-hmm. and the tumor was the size of a grapefruit. It was huge. And so, you know, lymph nodes on the same side were supposed to be involved. So she asked me to come home with her and go to a Catholic mass. And I came home on a Friday. The, the surgery was going to be on a Monday. So it was going to be three days later. So we went to this beautiful sunset mass and it, the sun was setting It's a small chapel, like all like three, mm. three walls were windows and mm. the sun was setting behind the oh, beautiful. And it was glorious but not just a regular sunset it was like fire red Mm. sky it was just so perfect and it was in the fall and the air was crisp Mm. so at the end of the mass um the priest said we're gonna have a laying on of the hands if anyone's interested so my mom said come come stand in line with me i want them to do it for me so we stood in line. There weren't very many people in this. It was like a little chapel, but we waited for maybe two people. And then it got to be her time. And the priest asked her what her malady was. So she told him and he put his hands right here on her face. She said they got so hot, but not like burning. Yeah. It yeah. just was really hot. She could feel it. And then after about what I thought was about 10 minutes, he said, you are healed so we go Monday for the surgery. It's just my dad and me, and we're in the, you know, the reception hall where the doctor comes out and talks, we're sitting in chairs and he comes out and he goes, I don't know how to tell you this, but we removed her breast, but we could not find any trace of cancer, mm-hmm. find positive notes, which we removed and they did show up as positive. So we are like, Hmm, mm-hmm. that what was that? So her, she and I, we, um, actually, I was at Columbia University at that point, And Dr. Oz was doing research with Reiki using Reiki on cardiac patients, because mm-hmm. he was a cardiac surgeon. So he gave, you know, control group got no got no uh, Reiki. And then the actual experimental group got Reiki. And he found out they were healing statistically faster. Yes. So she and I went on to become Reiki masters, because we thought that was so amazing like just to see that miraculous
0: what's actually more amazing is that it it was a priest who actually obviously wasn't just quote quote a religious priest but was a divine priest who Mm -hmm. used god's um energy to to do what they were designed to do which is to heal to comfort to nurture to empower Mm -hmm. and you don't get that very often no. Right, you, you get them going into it. I mean, I've done shows on priests doing things they shouldn't do and never any accountability. Yeah. Right, So to actually have a priest that did this in a way that he allowed God's essence and energy to come through to be that yeah. healing and trust that channeling of it and not lord it over people, but be that vessel yeah. is, is rare and beautiful.
1: Yeah, it really, really was. I mean, so, you know, there are so many exquisite events yeah. that happen to us. And and just by being this platform and getting the words out, is yes. such a vibration that yes.
0: precedes us. us. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah, so, and the thing I think is, that, you know, we, you've written a book on trust. And I think this is very apropos because we're in a world right now of distrust, especially in North America. You've got a civil war coming up. Yes. You really do. And it's sad to see that because, you know, during the first part of the lockdown, people just came together for each other in such beautiful light, in such appreciation, uh, and such gratitude for those that on the forefront, that people deemed to be lowly, were the people that were the saviors. And and then, then it changed to this freedom thing, which... Uh, please just go over to Ukraine or go over to to India or go over to North Korea or even go into China and find out what the lack of freedom really is, right? And it's like if you could appreciate the freedom that you do have instead of making it a hurricane of discord that a lot of people are just joining the bandwagon without really, if you ask them, it's, it's ounce deep. If you know what I mean, it's not a yard deep, it's an ounce deep. And it's understanding that if we could be there for each other with an ounce of kindness, an Mm. ounce of consideration, an ounce of compassion, and stop worrying so much about, I think I'm, you know, I think it's this way and I think it's that way. And just feel, feel together that beautiful energy. Mm. It will show you a different way altogether.
1: Yes, yes. I'm I'm actually oh, just a couple of things to expound upon that. My jetta will say, you know, it's like I stand for the men. No, I stand for the women. Right. I stand for the vegetarians. I stand <laughs> yeah. for the meat eaters. I stand for the Republicans. Yeah. I stand for the Democrats. And she said, once you take a stand.
0: Yes. then the
1: stand takes you. Yes,
0: that's rooting. Yeah. Yes. And you are not free anymore. No, you're not. You've become a prisoner of that stand because, you know, when I, when I do die, I've already got the little vessel I'm going to have my ashes put into and it's going to be planted with a willow tree. And the reason I've chosen the willow tree is that it, it, it the roots go deep, the the trunk is very strong, but those branches are forever moving, whichever way the wind needs to take them. There's no restriction, which I, cannot live in that kind of restriction and if when we when we become so dogmatic over something that we're not willing to bend and be flexible who are we hurting
1: right ourselves yes yes absolutely so then this takes it to the next step so I ask source oftentimes I wake up especially lately especially like the last year I wake up at like between 1 30 two o'clock, sometimes even four. And then I'm up for hours and I'm getting just all these downloads, downloads, downloads. When I have a, like a clear, a clear, um, channel. Yes. There you go. <laughs> so I ask, you know, well, what, what, what is the way, what do you see? And they say it's the celebration mm. of the differences that make all the difference when you acknowledge the different colors, the different religions, different this, the different that, and you embrace it and you love it and you look at it as an elation, as energy, as a buffet, as a celebration. (laughs) That's the answer. That is the answer.
0: There is no one size fits all.
1: No. You know, I'm I'm sure
0: you've you've heard on the shows that you've heard with because I say this almost in every show. Um, I believe that we need to discover what our beautiful instrument is. This is the instrument we've been gifted with. We learn how to play it, then we look for the orchestra to join, and mm. in collective harmony, we create a symphony that resonates out. That orchestra is not going to be that strong or that harmonious without each individual beautiful instrument there that doesn't mean you can't play on your own but collectively look at the music that we can play Mm -hmm. we are meant to be the individual instrument that collectively comes together because that's where the harmony is
1: yes that sounds so beautiful you you are so fun to talk to (laughs) and to it like a ping 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 (laughs) love it
0: you've got me on my you know my divine topic I mean this is um and you know what I'm finding so beautiful and I'm sure you are too I have business shows and I have um you know other shows that don't have to be around spirituality but what i am finding now especially in business that consciousness that's waking up where it's people planet for profit not profit at the expense of people and planet Uh, whether it's people saying appreciate the people that work with you create a family you know uh, be authentic with your customers it's not about the bottom line and it's so beautiful to see these business practices and government practices, you know, I had this whole Let's Get Sync" series, which I interviewed quite a number of people in Europe and around the world. Some of them are ambassadors and, you know, work with big uh, organizations and and, um, and governments in changing this whole climate of, of compassion, of appreciation, of gratitude and of balance that we don't have the, with the ivory towers, you know, at the, you know, quite our quite essentially the slaves at the bottom and that I think is why we're seeing so many people let's go back 50 years and change this rule and change that rule woman barefoot and pregnant in you know in the kitchen uh there is no going back mate you may have to hold on as much as you want to that past that past has spent and gone and the only reason you're wanting it so much is that you haven't yet found the courage or the strength or the ability to embrace this new path Mm. well said so, and that is that is that journey, though, isn't it? Whether it's the cosmic two by four or whether it's the nudge, nudge, wink, wink, you got the nudge, nudge, wink, wink.
1: You mm-hmm. know everything
0: was beautifully aligned for you, mm-hmm. right? And you listened, and you paid attention, and you followed the path that they showed you because this was the instrument that you are, right? And when we surrender to that, instead of fighting it or dictating it or or uh, arguing with it, we yeah. just allow and be then we actually, oh, my God, wow, this feels so good. And I feel I'm doing so much more for humanity than what I was doing before.
1: You know, it's authenticity Mm -hmm. is also huge. And you're right. What is that authentic thing you're here to do? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and let it express itself. I wanted to be a horse trainer when I was little,
0: (laughs) but horses would have taught you that. They would have have bought the spirit out of you even earlier because our animal kingdom is every is totally intuitive. And if we listen to our animals, we listen to our nature. It will open us up so much faster, right? (laughs) So, the fact that you wanted that was already the calling. Yeah. Already the calling that I don't care how many master's degrees you get. This is the path that you're going to be on.
1: (laughs) No. And, and all of that knowledge, that head knowledge Mm. pales in comparison to that direct connection and the information that flows because of it, it is just, it's endless. It's, it's almost like you've, find that when you make the connection and you begin to trust it, you could spend so many lifetimes deepening and deepening and deepening, you know, it just seems like once you get enough, um, trust and connection that you could just now go, go, go down, go Mm. deep, a deep dive instead of just, you know, finding a superficial connection. Yeah. It's just goes so deep and forever and forever. And toes
0: curl. <laughs> it's so rich and yeah. delicious. And, and true. oh, And true. And honestly, this is the beauty of it. This is why I see you know, the knowingness, you know, listening to the divine knowledge, the wisdom that comes through the heart and truth that goes to the spirit and action and the mind will know what it needs to know when it, knows, uh, when it needs to know it. The thing about that, it's a deep breath. You don't need to verify, justify, any anyfy. it is what it is in that beautiful moment, and mm-hmm. it is so trusting mm-hmm
1: it is and nourishing
0: yes and you know if we you know where it, what is that trust factor you know why do we have that lack of trust? Um, is it a lack of knowledge or is it a, a lack of Um, Or is it an abundance of fear, feeling that if we let go of our control, we will lose ourselves? Well, when we step into this divine thing, we realize we don't have control. The control is in not having control.
1: Yes. And it feels good. Yes. It's not scary. It feels it feels exciting and yeah. exhilarating. Okay. What's next? Yeah. Let, let's just take that next step and step out and trust. and lo and behold, you're thinking you're stepping off a cliff, but there's magic there. There's yeah. ground that comes to, Oh, it's just, it's almost like you, you cannot articulate certain things, but it's a feeling that yes, you step out and you're going to be
0: exhilarated yes. by what happens next. Yeah. And you know what? You don't have to know what happens next. Now we can, as humans, with certain things that we do need to plan. You know, I run a podcast network. I do need to plan who's coming in next and prepare for it. There is the, the logistics of things that we need to do. But it's like, as I said, this week has been a beautiful spiritual week. Every single person in their own instrument has contributed to the orchestra this week. And I love it when it happens. I had a couple of people who couldn't make it and had to postpone. Uh, and that was okay because actually they weren't quite the, the same orchestra, mm-hmm. right? So okay. I don't fight it. I don't, you okay. know, it is what it is. And what you know, I love it. When that synchronicity of that, that vibe just continues on. Did I plan that? No. <laughs> right? Did I look at everybody's frequency and say, okay, I've got to plan this one here and that one there, that one there. No, I just allow and let it come and let all these beautiful people, each with their own instrument and in what they're doing, you know, share the beautiful essence of who they are because they're pouring it over anybody that wants to listen and apply.
1: Wow, you trusted. You I used trust, trust, trust that the perfect people would show up at the perfect time, yeah. so that the message and the vibration would get out there.
0: Yep, yeah. and lovely. that's that is uh, you know your book on trust. Yeah, it's um, what is trust? It's letting go of the control. It's letting go of the dictation of how should things. Do you think should things? You think yeah. <laughs> you went blah, blah, blah. Uh, but it, it is about just that beautiful word of allowing, Mm -hmm. allowing what is meant to be, to be. And sometimes we take that step forward and we don't know why, why am I going down this road? And we might even get to the end of the road and not realize, but when, when we get to the other road, ah, I needed to go down that road to get here.
1: Yes. Yes. Have you ever been that, that just reminds me too. I've been driving and um, I was a- on my honeymoon with my husband in um, on the big island of Hawaii. And we're driving. We're just taking a tour. And I'm go- I go, turn here. He goes, why? I said, I don't know. Just turn there. And then I said, no, turn here. And I took us to the sacred holy ground where they would throw the people off the other side of the island that a sinned or mm committed a crime and if they sw- were able to swim around the island and through shark shark infested ter- uh, yeah. waters and into the cove and they made it out and were able to walk out they were revered as gods. so it was this holy shrine and people were doing qigong yeah. and um tai chi yeah. and i had no I had really no reason why. I just said, turn here, turn. Yeah. Here. But whenever you hear that and whenever yes.
0: like, pay attention you right? <laughs> Yeah,
1: you yes. wouldn't listen and you don't know why, but you're gonna get a pleasant surprise. It's just so fantastic. I, I trust
0: had, Yeah, I had a conversation with one of my guests this week and, and then afterwards, uh, you know, when I went to bed that night, I woke up and an entire second book started coming out i haven't <gasps> written it yet it's there um, uh, but it is it it's uh, this book right now is the memoir of this human lifetime this other one is the origins of why i came here and the many lifetimes i've lived gosh. and it's and it's just like oh okay all right i know that's the second book and i know that one will write really easily when it's ready i haven't got time right now because i'm too busy yeah. <laughs> but, um, i will take a week somewhere where I have no shows and this is what i'm going to do
1: well, i have someone who might be able to help you get it into fruition she's an editor but she's a spiritual genre editor and she might be able to co-write it with you and make it happen if you're interested we can talk later
0: yeah yeah I, well i know that it's it's already kind of written it just needs my fingers to put it down um at, at least the first few chapters and then it said okay pausing for now get that written and then i'll bring you the rest oh, so, oh. so it is uh it's like okay i wasn't expecting to write another book in fact the next book i want to do is a collaborative book on the raising our gift of children it's on the forgotten children series and that's a, a book that i really want to get out there because i think that the way we're raising our children is is what's causing a dysfunctional adult society and we need to change our way so no i didn't, didn't want a second book right now but it is, it is what it is. And it, and it's, you know, you it, No, they're not always kind of time friendly, you know, like I am so busy right now. What do you mean another book? You know? <laughs> but it, they give it to you when they feel it, it is time and I will have to make time. Like I did with this one. I literally shut down for the month of August mm. and, uh, you know, and, yeah. and just did it. And it, uh, and then it just came out. And it's I um, I won't do that again for a whole month. But you know, I think actually this one will at least where it needs to be at a certain point will probably come out in a week. So, wow. but it's it's like that saying that the universe you know shake it up. I was given that five years ago. I was given a whole blueprint of where I, I needed to take uh, my podcast network and the next things I needed to do. It is a close to five years now and i've started doing it bit by bit but i wear all the hats right so it's only what i what i can do and it's like why why isn't this happening already because you gave this to me so long ago ago and it was like trust the process yes trust the process and it may feel like you haven't got there yet but the the steps you've already laid the foundation Mm -hmm. right trust those next steps and they will be revealed when they need to be revealed and I think as human beings, I think that's might be, there's two lessons that are hard. Three, one, letting go of the past. It doesn't serve you anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, two, um, taking that first leap, that first step of moving forward in trust and, and allowing. But the other one is just because you think it should be done now doesn't mean it needs to be done now. Are you talking from the human mind or the yeah. big mind? Then, well, the spirit has a plan. So, the human mind, you know, we, we carry so much of our past with us. Yes. And if it doesn't serve us, then why are we still loaded down with it? You're and this
1: pathways. That yeah, the, the leap of
0: faith, taking blind, deaf, and dumb in order to see, hear, and feel. Mm-hmm. Um, And then the stop dictating how you think things should be and allow them as they are meant to be.
1: Mm. yeah that's easier said than done right? exactly
0: <laughs> yes and and, and yeah. you know for a person like yourself with all the education which is so structured and so yeah. kind of linear right. and so absolute for you to let go of that <laughs> and go to completely the opposite I and mean, it's easy for me because that's the, the state of being the in. but for yeah. you to then go to that and let go of all of that and just trust what mm. you need to know when you need to know it you know, is exemplary, but uh, I can imagine probably you had some little push and pull on that for a while.
1: Well, I told you, I love being an orthodontist. I would not yeah. have loved if I didn't, if I wasn't pushed out. Yeah. And I know spirit gave that to yeah. me to keep me out. Yes. And, you know, even though I might want to go back to it, I still have that back issue because yeah. it doesn't want me to do it. No. it wants- to stay on this path this is the path where my my instrument i say it's a vehicle yeah. but instrument as you put it in your words it's where my instrument is meant to play right now in yes. the orchestra yes and the, exactly. the knowledge and it's like once you've seen and had these experiences and you have these knowings it's like a boiled egg you're never yeah. going to go back to being unboiled So sure. right it's it's time and i do believe it's time for humanity so i'm trusting absolutely
0: I, and you know that it the the main media isn't going to cover anything like this and even in shows that anything that's spiritual they make a cult and something evil that is the old paradigms uh interpretation of right. it in order to keep us in control And um, right. you know i have this um program an analogy i used in one of my coaching programs and it's a it's a ruler of 12 inches yes i'm british so i still go in inches and not matrix but the six to 12 inches is the people that have chosen the various levels of positivity and your four to six are the people that have chosen now to step into that and they're in that healing and discovery process to get to that six where they can tip over your one two and three are the piranhas that refuse they, will, they, you know, they don't want to, or they don't know how to, and they go after those four fives that are trying to get into the energy and suck the life out of them. Mm-hmm. And you'll see so many people, um, you think, oh, gosh, you know, they look like they were kind of crossing over and then they took a complete dive back. And that's because of the people around them. So I think it's absolutely essential when you're on this spiritual journey is to put yourself around that spiritual energy, because there are those that are resisting and that will suck that energy out of you. Because suddenly your battery is going up, you know. Suddenly that power is there, and they want it to keep their hate going, right? Yeah. So it is very, very important that you do put yourself um, in the this, the loving sphere of yeah. uh, of people that really do have you, because they'll help you propel forward a lot quicker. Yeah.
1: Yes, yes. I think everything. I love what you're saying. I love what you're doing. It's just so fantastic.
0: Well, right back at you, my darling, you know, (laughs) because you embraced it. You listened to it. You didn't fight it. You went with it. And uh, you don't know where it's going to go. It gave you a book. And we were talking about the book now and trust and everything else. But you don't know what your next chapter is going to be. And isn't that exciting?
1: yes it is yeah you
0: know? <laughs> let go of the reins the horse knows where it's going <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes. yes so to point oh my
0: goodness so how do people get hold of the book and how do they get hold of you and how can you help people on this journey
1: Oh, so, so many ways. Okay, the book is available on Amazon in the paperback, the Kindle, and Audible, which uh, Spirit insisted on my voice, me doing it, which mm-hmm. was the biggest, took the most time. Yes, I, I'm going to be having to do that. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: So it's available on Amazon. And then if your, your viewers um, buy the book through Amazon takes the code, they can go to divine trustbook.com and put the code in there and get all kinds of free gifts. They'll get a happy for no reason, uh, free workbook. They'll get um, a meditation from me. It's like a synopsis of um, trusting and it's just 12 minute um, It's about 12 minutes. One is an explanation and one's a 12 minute meditation. So all the meditations are on the shorter side. Um, A good friend of mine, Dr. Sue Mortar, is doing a meditation on healing. So those free things. But if they don't want to buy the book and they just want to sample something, they can just go to trustthedivine.com, scroll all the way to the bottom on the page. And there's a pre-meditation I did called You Are Beautiful, I just love that. Like everything's okay. And it's still um, very short. You just have to enter your email and you get that for free. So if they want to try it, they can go I love to trust, title. The
0: trust the divine. I, I, I don't know how you actually managed to get that because I would have thought that would have been gone as a URL, um, but it's just, it says it all trust the divine. Sure. You know what it is is, 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 is as human beings, we've been told that we need to control everything and everything has to be tightly reined. And really, if you think about the trust and the divine is let go of the reins. We've got you. We'll show you the way.
1: Yes. So one thing I want to say to your lo- listeners and viewers is make the decision. Choose mm. yes. to yes. find knowledge, whether it's with me or Sarah or someone else. Just choose it. Yes.
0: And Take that first for. leap, that first yes. step. Right. Yes. <laughs> It's I promise you, the waters are wonderful. Come on in. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> um, you know. I've I've interviewed people, as I was telling you about one beautiful woman, Victoria from Contagious Smile, before the show. Um, you know, she is like a bionic woman with so much metal in her because her, her previous husband beat her up so badly that they've had to replace metal and she was pregnant at the time, it damaged the child. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the what the work that she's doing today in helping other people of abuse and the the raising dogs for comfort dogs, uh, the energy and the spirit of this woman is ah oh, heavenly. Mm-hmm. And that's why uh support her so heavenly. And we look at people like that and they think she could so rested on her laurels as a victim and nobody Mm. would have blamed her with what she's been through. And it's like, I'm not going to give him any more power. Right. Right? I'm not going to give him any more time or energy. Mm. I'm going to be there for the people that want not only to survive, but to thrive. And she stepped into that higher energy and the work that she's doing now. And this is the thing I don't, there's so many people I've interviewed that have gone through some horrific things that never should be done to a human being. Mm -hmm. but they were willing to go through that process of self-discovery, willing to step into their beautiful light and their meaningful purpose. And -hmm. the glory that they are to us today is truly a gift. Yes, And nobody gets there without taking that first step and willing to go through that process of discovery.
1: Perfectly
0: said. Perfectly said. Yes. So take that step, Mm -hmm. read the book. Mm -hmm. A lot of people, the reason why they're scared to take this journey is they don't trust it. Right. Because, you know, the culture's sh- uh, opinion of it, because of, if I surrender everything, am I going to be taken, you know, the devil come and get me and all of that. It's that trust factor. When you learn to step into trust, that divine trust, now, you, now that you really <laughs> take me anywhere you want. Yes. <laughs> right.
1: yes. Oh, it's just fantastic. Um, thank you so much, Sarah, for what you're saying. But trust will protect you. Yes. It's actually way stronger than putting um, protection around you. Yes. And it's, it's a better. It is you.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Trust. Yeah. And, and the thing about that trust, um, it's that knowingness, it's that now, it's that allowance, it's that love can't hurt you. Right now You're not like, oh, but my, my spouse hurt me or my boyfriend hurt me. Now that was the human love. We're talking about the divine love. That mm-hmm. divine loving energy takes you on such a higher plane where it is there to nurture, to guide you, to inspire you, to uplift you, to invite you into that beautiful um, higher vibration and frequency. And when you trust that love, because that's what the supreme power is, it's mm-hmm. pure love. When you trust that, even if you fall, you know that that fall isn't out to get you or punish you. It's out to show you another lesson that you need to learn for the next chapter of your life.
1: Exactly. Perfect and beautiful. Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so trustthedivine.com, trustthedivine, uh, dot com slash book or trustthedivinebook.com. Um, if-
1: uh, it's divine trust book so okay. it's actually the name of the books right. and that, that url was taken divine right so trust the divine so this to get the free things is divinetrustbook.com okay
0: right and you know i think everybody at some point even if you feel that you're kind of ferry along on, on on that journey there's still a trust factor you know you know it it's niggling at me we need a reminder Mm -hmm. Or we need that boost of energy. Like, you know, you can let that go. And so, as you said, it's a short, simple, Mm -hmm. decisive divine book that can help people let go and trust the divine and moving forward. And if you know somebody that you know is wanting to take that journey, but they don't just trust it, give them the gift of the book.
1: Yes, it's the foundation from which all spiritual gifts come from. Person. You can't
0: have the gratitude and you can't have the attitude until you've let go, you know, until you trust and you let go of the fear, right? Yes. You've got to trust the process. Yes. And it's beautiful when you do. Yes. Amen to that. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here today and trusting me with your story. Oh, and I just, uh, I love the fact that you listened. You know, with all that academic stuff that you have there, it will come in useful. It, it, it gives you that structure. It shows you how to set things up as a template, but instead of using it in that way, you're going to use it in the spiritual way that is going to be more constructive for people on that journey. So nothing we do is a waste. It's just a redirection into its real purpose. Yes.
1: To use that to help propel you on. And yeah. And in, in actually helping it, I'm, it's going to make so much sense when I come from the scientific aspect yeah. to help people. So yes, thank you, Sarah, so much. And I love what you're doing, too.
0: I kind of feel the next book that you're writing is actually to the scientific uh, world on, on the quantumness of the measured energy, of measured love, and how logical it is. Because mm-hmm. you can really write that from the logical divine mind and make it into a point where it's indisputable to them.
1: Yes, yes. I've had that that uh, download too. Mm. Yes, I have. So I think yes, that's, I, that's your,
0: I feel I can feel your fingers going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when you do come back i want to share it okay i will (laughs) Um, you know for that mind that wants to have everything justified verified and dotified um (laughs) you know it is like uh when you are it when you are it you don't need any of that validation you are the validation
1: that's true that's what the way i feel Mm. I can go on down that road, but I know our time is probably up and yes, you know, don't get me on the scientific journey and writing scientific paper because the, um, this is just one last thing I'm going to stop, uh, and the show with is that, um, we know that electrons or atoms can be both us, you know, a wave and a particle. Mm -hmm. What causes the particle to collapse into that that actual um reality it's human observation Mm. causes it to collapse so it's the point of observing something so after i found that out i'm like why do research because the hypothesis is going to make it so and then you have the double blind and then going but someone already has the observation. So it's already going to collapse that wave particle down. So don't you guys see all of that? Quantum yeah. mm-hmm. physics
0: explains everything. Right, Everything. Okay, then go start writing, girl. Yeah, <laughs> That's the next book. I really do feel it. <laughs> and it will be for that, though, you know, because I'm a true colors coach, it will be for those people that really do need, well, where are the facts? Right, And when you present it in that way and they look at it and go, oh, okay, you have a point. I have to look at things differently. Mm-hmm. Right? And all it is, is shifting the perspective.
1: Oh, yes. I so agree with you. And thank you for, confirming. you know, how when you you have a thought you have like, mm-hmm. a oh, maybe I should do that. But it doesn't really land. It's like, it's like bouncing around inside.
0: It will do. It will come together. And then it will be okay. I have to get going on this. But yes, no, that's, yeah, that is the one I feel that you need to do next. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, I, I, I think I'm going to listen to your spiritual um, guidance from that. Thank you.
0: <laughs> it's needed. It's needed for those minds that want to argue every point. Yes. Right? And when you speak their language in a way that it, even if it just shifts the perspective just a little bit, it starts shattering the illusion that we and to start seeing the reality of what is.
1: Mm.
0: That's yes. all we need to do, right? That's all we need to do. And it sends them on their own path of discovery. Oh, so. Thank you so much. <laughs> trust me, the divine.com. Okay. You know, trust the You're trusting the divine. And the divine just told me that's your book. So, <laughs> so um thank you thank you for taking your journey thank you for writing this book it's a very poignant book that is so needed right now um and just for everyone who's listening here today whatever aspect you've got from the show just know the universe has got you Mm -hmm. when you let go you know when when you tighten up and, you know, you're angry or you're anxious and everything tightens up. Your chi, your energy cannot run through you. There is no clarity. There's no downloadability. You're just in a state of clench. Let go, let go. <sighs> Take the deep breath and allow that energy to come through you. It will reveal what it is you need to see. Trust it. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here, Nancy. Until next time, folks, remember the universe is calling. Pay attention because you will not regret taking that journey. Until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. Find all of our shows on selfdiscoverymedia.com under podcasts or shows. And for all our current shows, go to What's New. We are supported by you, the audience. You'll see a nice big shiny blue button for one-time donations or follow us on Patreon and you will be able to support us there. We enjoy bringing you such wisdom. And the next show will be up in just a moment.